You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning, the views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, let's hit it. Whoa, I got to tell you, it's nice to get in this morning and it was hot. Beautiful outside, beautiful. Oh, I loved it. It was so hot, I, t- I saw two trees chasing a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little water, did yeah, they? Yeah, it's true. Unbelievable. Anyways. I was gassing my car up this morning, with my, and I got my shorts on, I got my sandals, and I went, feels like I'm in Florida. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah really. Not loved just it. humid enough, though. It's very humid. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about our contest, which ends today. We were giving away $500 worth of gasoline and then three prizes of $100 worth of gasoline. And if you don't enter by today, you don't have a chance. So they got till midnight tonight? Yeah, we have thousands of entries, but your odds are way better than lottery. Mm-hmm. Right? You got four chances out of thousands and thousands instead of four chances out of millions and millions. <laughs> you got all that fingered out, eh? Anyways, it's going to be good. Uh, Carrie's going to call us from the side of the road. Uh, Carrie Schmidt. Exact sergeant. Uh, Kerry Schmidt from the yep. LPP. Yeah. He's going to call us inside the road. He's telling me this morning that traffic's moving along pretty good on the 400 series of highways, but uh, you never know. Something might happen, and it's a long weekend. Doesn't take much. It really doesn't, and especially when guys are you know racing their boats up to the lake and they haven't checked the tires, wheels, or bearings. Right, or, right, right. Uh, Which we try to we we try to head that off. We try to give them that information long before they head in their car. But some people don't take. Uh, yep. They don't heed it. Well, they're going to listen now. <laughs> Trevor Hutchinson uh, from Crown is going to come in and report that they took in a lot of money for their car wash for a wash for a wish. Exactly. So we're going to do that. Plus, we would welcome your questions this morning. We've got a ton of questions. I have some emails that people have sent us, made sure that we get on our air, and uh, Alan, take it away. Exactly. So if your wife warned you to check those tires on the trailer and you didn't listen... Well, that's why you're on the side of the Honey, road right why now. why don't you take care I, of the car? You know, listen to those two <laughs> fellows, because I think they know what they're talking about most of the time. This is Dave's Corner Garage. If you've got a mechanical question, you've got any kind of information that you need about your car, of course, we're going to be there to answer them all. We'll be right back. All righty, we're back. We didn't go anywhere. We're just talking. Uh, Carrie Schmidt. Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, to be nice, uh, is on the phone from the uh, side of the road. Hey, Kerry, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am on the side of the road right now, halfway up to the cottage, and I'm watching traffic going by me. And it's it's going nice and easy? So far, so good. I've seen a couple of uh, boats and trailers sitting on the side of the road, tow trucks helping them out yeah. uh, so often. Uh, this is the first ride up for many boats and trailers, and the bearings are seized, and they're not greased up. 
and they blow up about an hour into their drive. So well, exactly because don't forget, you know, they they put the trailer in the water to get the boat out last fall, right? And yeah. and they took it home, and then over the winter time, that water and stuff just rusted those bearings to crapola, yeah, and exactly. uh, and then the first time up there, sure enough, it, they tear the whole thing out. And you know, and the, and it's a shame too because aside from being dangerous, if that wheel locks up. The cost of repair is so much more. Like, yeah, it, it would have only taken you an hour to take it all apart, grease it, and put it back together. But exactly. now, no, where do I get a bearing? And where do I, <laughs> where, where do I get an axle? Yeah, and, oh, it's not a pretty thing. And even when I was sitting at, a, uh, at the service center drive-thru, and all these cars are coming through loaded with their trailers, and I could smell... That, that overwhelming smell of hot brakes oh, and, no, and yeah. hot tires. Like, oh, boy, someone's going to have a breakdown here in about 25 minutes. I'm wow, you know what? They should have somebody walk around with a laser temperature sensor and, yeah. and maybe tell these people, like, hey, you got a problem here, and you should get it looked after. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Traffic's moving actually pretty well right now. It's hot. It's humid. Uh, there's a whole gang of uh, motorcycles that were uh, doing a ride just as I was pulling out of the uh, local uh, Tim's there. And uh, just be careful. Watch out for the bikes. Watch out for, for everybody. I did see a couple of uh, aggressive drivers. Uh, I saw one motorcycle weaving through traffic trying to gain some uh, distance on the traffic and that's the, that's the focus that we're actually working on this weekend Canada long weekend the OPP are focusing on aggressive drivers let me tell you over a hundred people are dead since 2017 because of a speeding related crash and and that is absolutely preventable and on a weekend like this let's see what we can get through this weekend without a single death we had five last year on the same long weekend wow. and it's going to be hot and steamy here this weekend a question for you now that legislation for marijuana it looks like it is going through are you guys prepped for for checking on the side of the road do you know what we've been prepped for quite a while already we are still waiting for some of the uh, changes and the authorizations for the oral uh, saliva uh, screening uh, devices that we're going to use but right now we have our drug recognition experts we have our standard field sobriety testing officers, and we can identify and uh, arrest people for impaired driving, uh, and we have been doing that for several years already, and it's been tested, approved through the medical profession, through the justice system, and uh, we're getting convictions on it because these officers are highly trained in the ability to detect what happens to people's bodies when they're impaired by different types of drugs. Interesting, because they, they're all saying, well, you guys don't have any equipment, we're going to get away with it, and that sort of stuff. Well, it doesn't take much. You just sort of say, hey, do you like a piece of pizza? And the guy goes, I love a piece of pizza. <laughs> yeah, okay. we're just going to stand there with a bag of Doritos. Whoever reaches for Doritos, hey, we're, they're going down. So. <laughs> so, so we've heard, eh? <laughs> uh, uh, but, no. Uh, no, it's serious. And, and impaired driving is a concern for us. Just like all the other big four causal factors of, of death on our highways, they uh, are so preventable. Impaired driving, whether or not it's alcohol or drugs, you know, if you're going to be driving, enjoy driving. Have the full experience. Don't be high and clouded in your, in your perceptions because things happen quickly when you're moving yes, 30 meters a second. Yes, no, you know, and the other thing is that the, um, you can't, if you've got a DY, DWI record, you can't go to the States. They won't let you in. Yeah, exactly. There's all, there's all kinds of sanctions. You don't know uh, what kind of implications that will have on your ability to travel, your ability for employment. Uh, and I know there's going to be extra sanctions. If you're a truck driver right now, there are extra sanctions that will be applied to commercial vehicle drivers who are impaired by alcohol or drugs. There's changes in all kinds of legislation, including distracted driving. So within six months, if you get convicted of a distracted driving offense, it's not just a, a fine or a penalty you got to pay. 
you're now going to have an automatic driver's license suspension. So uh, keep that in mind. So you uh, could get fired, essentially. Yeah, not just fired. Your insurance will probably be twenty grand. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And we're we're paying for that uh, through uh, insurance uh, premiums already, and uh, we have all these crashes that are coming in all the time. So uh, if there's uh, people doing things fraudulently or or staging collisions, that is that is a huge impact on mm-hmm. all insured who are yep. now paying those uh, premiums. It's my theory that all those guys on electric bikes in the city, you know, those electric motorcycles, yeah. they're all DWIs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carrie, so, thank uh, you. We're going to hey, let you go. You. Have a great Canada Day long weekend. Yep. You too. And just remind everybody again, please slow down. You know, that, 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 that 20 miles an hour over the limit will, will only get you there, you know, a minute faster. It doesn't you, pay. You've got to be a mile down the road to gain a minute. Yeah, like my dad used to say, so you're the first guy at the next red light. That, that's, yeah. all, that's all it means, you know. All righty. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, and we'll be right back after the commercial break when we're going to Oakville, Ontario. Woohoo! Where men are men. And they build cars. <laughs> Alrighty, garage doors right open. My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Alan Gelman today, mm-hmm. and we've got the phone lines filling up, which is our like. Uh, really, 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 really hot in Toronto. Last night I slept. How without, hot is it, Dave? Well, last night I slept without my shirt on, and I got a stiff back this morning. Okay. So my wife said, "Why don't you sleep without your shorts on?" Okay. But I'm bummed. Little humor there, very little. All righty. These young guys behind the counter are going, I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. <laughs> We're going to talk to my Ave in Oakville, who's got an edge, an 08 edge and transmission problem. What's going on? Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Well, I have a Ford 2008 edge. Uh-huh. And um, it happens occasionally, not all the time. I can uh, get my car out of my parking spot. Mm-hmm. I always can reverse, but sometimes when I go to go forward, it will not go into drive. So, I can't drive forward. So what I have to do is put it back into park and go through the gears again, and uh, I'll hear kind of a clunking kind of a noise. And finally, it'll go into gear for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, I've taken it into the transmission guy. Uh-huh. He's three times put it up, and uh, because, of course, by then it's driving, he, uh, he says he can't find the problem. But what he thinks it is is a module in there mm-hmm. that's um, not telling the car that it's in drive. So I'm wondering uh, mm, how to get so. these problems. I don't didn't, wouldn't have thought that uh, there'd be an electronic device in nope, there at that nope, age. Nope. Right, so, so you're saying the shifter moves out of park, you put it into into reverse, correct? It'll always go in reverse. And then, as soon as you go back up to park, uh, up to drive again, it's now. So, is does it feel like it's in neutral? That like you hear the engine rev up, but you're not moving anywhere. That's right. See, for me, it just sounds like a linkage problem. You know, mm. I mean, car's ten years old. Uh, could yeah. be that the, the linkage itself is worn a little bit. Or, or uh, I'm of tight. a different opinion, but I don't mind being wrong. Go ahead. Um, reverse, when you put in reverse, it's the highest pressure the transmission will ever see. Reverse uses more pressure than any other gear. So it'll always go in reverse because the pressure's higher. But when you put it into drive, the pressure's actually lower. And it's the little shuttle that's moving back and forth probably is not moving because there's not enough pressure to move it. So it's either signs of a low transmission fluid level, a sign of low um, of lots of wear. How many miles are on this vehicle? 135. Have you changed the fluid ever in it? Yes, I did. At 100,000, I had the transmission uh, yeah. fluid change at least 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I paid for it. Right. Yes. Hoping it was done. <laughs> no, but I think you've got an issue here. He's not wrong with the module, but it's the module that's actually bolted inside the transmission with the with the mechanical parts that move back and forth. So you have a shuttle valve problem. Ask him to put in some kind of an additive that'll make it uh, slipperier for uh, you know another conditioner inside the tranny and see if that helps. If not, you may have to open this transmission up and do some physical work on it. So you. You don't think it needs a new module in there? No, I think the problem is is you don't have enough pressure. Tell him to do a pressure test to see what he gets. It doesn't happen. This is the whole thing. It doesn't happen all the time, but it'll happen at the most unusual yeah. uh, situation. Yeah. Like so- I live in a condo trying to get up the ramp. Mm-hmm. I can't get up the ramp sometimes. I've, got, I've been able to reverse out, move up the garage, then try to get up. Uh, out of the no. uh, underneath from the garage and to conk it up, so I have to reverse again. Okay, definitely, I would be uh, looking at opening this transmission up. Okay. I hate to say that, but you're and looking you're saying, at a bill. Uh, what was it you said uh, he could put in there? A conditioner. A conditioner. Yeah, some of this it comes from Molly Slip is an example of what we used to use. Uh, it's it's kind of like a little bit of Teflon in there, and that moves things around easier. And Molly, which is that black sort of dust, molybdenum disulfite. That's okay. the fancy word. All right? So uh, give that a shot. If that doesn't work, you, you haven't lost anything, but you're going to have to end up opening this transmission. I'm sure there's an issue inside. There's an issue with it. Yeah. Well, um, I went back to uh, the uh, dealership mm-hmm. and asked them, are they having problems with that? Just with this problem. And they said, no. Nope. But yet on the, uh, on the uh, Internet, uh, on the computer, you see that there have been yeah, that generally is their answer, you know. This is an isolated incident. Never heard I've of it. Never heard of it no. before. No, um, you haven't heard of it before. That's right. No, they never. No, they've never heard <laughs> because they don't want to, you know, be culpable. They don't want to be responsible for giving yeah. you any type right. of extended warranty. Okay, that's we're going to have to let you go. Thanks very much. You're Thanks, welcome. Sweet. Good Thanks luck. for calling. I think it's important, though, that she, you know, she said it only happens periodically. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's always easiest to fix a problem if you can experience it, right? Yeah. Um, if you're not feeling it, if you don't see it happen, it's going to be hard because uh, in a lot of cases, you're just throwing parts at a vehicle and doesn't get fixed. I think the bottom line, she's going to open it. You do, eh? Yeah. Maybe she should try that additive. The one yeah, that, Molly Slip. Or the one that's called No More Tears. If you like. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it>? Yeah, really. <laughs> All right, we're going to go across the lake. We're going to Rochester, New York right now. We've got... Bowden on the phone, and uh, no car crash question for us, Bowden? Well, yeah, I, I will have one minor one, but I just want to say that uh, your um, radio show has become quite uh, popular here with at least about a dozen uh, guys who oh, are okay. into listening to car shows and stuff like that. Your signal 740 comes across the lake loud yep. and clear. Super. And um, I, I know probably a dozen guys right now in the Rochester area listening to you guys. First, I want to congratulate you what a beautiful town Rochester is. Uh, we were there. We viewed the Kodak factory and that. It was just What year nice. was that, Dave? No, 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 it's it's a museum. But it's, oh, okay, okay, okay. The George Eastman, George Eastman Museum. Yeah, it is absolutely a Actually, great little this, town. This week uh, in Rochester, it's the uh, Rochester uh, Jazz Fest, and a lot of the musicians, because uh, Toronto and Montreal either have it this week or next, they make a circuit. So some of the performers yeah. who play in Toronto, Montreal, and they made it a circuit in Rochester. So we're getting some uh, really good uh, Canadian performers here. I love it. I hey, love one it. quick question, and that is this. I'm looking to buy a new car, uh, and I'm noticing that, for example, the Buick LaCrosse, if you 
you buy the entry-level model, they don't even put the donut in there. They just give you a can of uh, sealant and a yep. can of uh, air. What's your take on that? And should I, you know, would you, but they say, well, we, we give you these uh, Bridgestone all, you know, run flat tires. I know somebody who had a Cadillac hit the side of a curb, and his Cadillac had to be towed because yep. he put a, you know, what's your take on that? For my, my own experience, I, I do have a car that has run flat tires, and, and truthfully, I hate them, okay? The sidewalls are so stiff and so narrow that, uh, I don't know about your roads there, but our roads here are pretty awful in terms of potholes. Um, you hit everyone, you feel everyone, they jar your teeth, you think the car's going to break. Um, and, uh, and like you say, if, if you hit a run flat hard enough, you still have to change it. Okay, and the other problem is is that it costs twice as much. Uh, I'm sure the salesman never told you that the cost of a run flat is probably oh, yeah. double that of a regular tire. Yeah. So uh, again, I, I'm not I a fan that, of them uh, at all. Is it is it for the manufacturer not to put that uh, spare tire in and it's cheaper, or is it? I heard well because they have to. They're trying to get better gas mileage, and that's, that's an probably correct. Yes, they're trying to hit a, a number. What we, what happens is, as far as the safety requirements in a vehicle, the more it weighs, the more they have to put on. So yeah. there, so there's plateaus, and when they hit that plateau, they they have to do more stuff to the front and rear bumpers for safety. So that's part of it to get the weight out of the car. And sometimes there's no there's no room. Yeah, you know, on a Toyota Sienna, if you want to get the seven passenger one, well, you you lose that back seat, yep. and that's where they kept the spare tire. Now, are so you buying this new? I'm going to be buying a new Lacrosse probably in the, uh, next year. So buy the warranty that you know the tire wheel rim warranty. So oh, I was not when, aware of that. Okay. Yeah, there's, it's available, and when what happens? You smack a rim or a tire, like it costs over a thousand bucks, they'll cover it. Hey, quick, just one little FYI for you guys, since you are in a talk uh, car show mm-hmm. on on Sunday mornings, not to compete against you guys on Sundays on a Rochester radio station, it's 11:80 a.m. WHAM radio. Mm-hmm. There's a great call-in one-hour uh, car show there. So if you guys want to check out and see what uh, some yeah. uh, U.S. guys are doing Sunday morning, 11 to noon um, on 11:80 WHAM. It's a strong signal. It should be able to reach, but you can also listen online. Yeah. All right. Thanks I'm for your help. I'll be sober Sunday, by Sunday morning too. at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And happy July 4th to all our American friends. Thank you. Take all care. Right. Take, Take care, care, guys. Bye-bye. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Dave's Corner Garage on one of the hottest days of the year. Woohoo! How it hot really, is it, Dave? I don't know. I have no reliance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're glad to be here. The garage doors are wide open. The phone lines are open. A uh, couple of things like, before we take the next call. Uh, Ferrari built the Ferrari 250 GTO. Mm-hmm. Remember GTO the Pontiac? Yep. Well, they named it after this vehicle. They only built 36 of these cars. They all still exist. And one is going up for sale in August with the RM Auctions, who used to be one of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And uh, how much it, you figure they're going to get for it? Forty-five million dollars U.S. Really? Really? I can't believe it. For, for, and, and the guy who owned this car actually raced it on the racetrack. Wow! Right? He's one of those guys that felt a vehicle like of this should mm-hmm. be used on the track. Right. So it's estimated to go for forty-five million, which would probably mean it'll go for more than that. That's crazy. Isn't man. that crazy? Absolutely. So it tells you you got to invest in those kind of cars. Look at the money you make. So, so you're not going to believe the fact that he said that he just drove this car to church on Sunday. No, no, no. These cars are... It was babied. They beat the snot out of them. I really do. If you ever watch on YouTube, you go to Goodwood uh, Revival, Uh and you watch them race these cars. Million-dollar cars. Without snot, I wouldn't pay more than 40. Okay, with (laughs) snot, 45, I'd go, okay? (laughs) Ron is on the phone from Guelph. Ron, what's your question? Hi, um, Dave. I'd like to make a quick... I just heard that other lady call. Um, Under no circumstances should you put the black 
Molly into an automatic transmission. You think it's going to slip on the on the clutch? Oh, it'll ruin the transmission. I guarantee it. Personally, okay. guarantee it. Well, it'll the guy that supplies it, who I know personally, swears Steve by Steve Joyce. He's just, yeah, right. I know him personally. <laughs> Steve Joyce is exactly right. Yeah, the additive that you put in there, I used to know Les very well, yes. a friend of mine. Um, the one that they need in there is the ATFA. It's called Automatic Transmission Fluid Additive. And that will help her transmission, that's right. not the black stuff. Okay, well, that's the one I, 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 would, I would recommend, too. And I, have, the I still have a box of that. The black stuff was in the stuff. engines. Les used to, I should explain, folks, that Les uh, helped racing here in Ontario. He yep. sponsored a lot of race cars at Mossport when it was called Mossport. And his son just taken over the company many, many years ago. And I think yep. his son is now in the company. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm not going to get into it. I've, I've been using their products for 45 years. But yes. that's another story for another day. Very good. So, so your question about drive clean. Drive clean. Okay, 99 Dodge Neon. My birthday's coming up next week. Um, off and on for the last few years, I went and changed the motor out of the other car that got wrecked. But because I put a header and a high-flow cat and a low-restriction muffler, the downstream O2 sensor, sometimes it'll come on, sometimes it won't. Uh, it, it throws a P0140 uh, code. And now um, the last time the thing came on, that's not a big deal. But uh, for the, I guess it was uh, two weeks ago when I went and had the test done, it threw another code for a leak detection pump. Never heard of it. It's there. And then all of a sudden um, it disappeared, and now the other one's come on. Uh, but I'm just, my, my point is I'm hoping that Doug Ford gets rid of drive clean. Well, my car runs like a top. It gets better fuel economy. Molly slip is one of the reasons. But anyway, no, it just. Um, you know, what, what's the, the TADA has come out and said that, what, 95% of the vehicles that go through that now pass? I actually don't even register. We get zeros, right, on the, on the machine? Well, well, they don't read the, they don't read the, no, uh, the actual exhaust anymore. But if no, it, they don't. Right, right, right. But if you've got a car that is polluting, don't you think it should be addressed? If it's polluting, but my car is not polluting. Well, but if you're getting the code up, you're getting that EVAP code for that pump. Um, uh, but not, that one disappeared. For whatever reason, Dave, it disappeared. It's, so it's not even on it. When they read the code again, for whatever reason, I didn't do a thing to it. The code disappeared. All right. All right well, what I would suggest is this. Uh, sorry, Dave, to interrupt. No. Um, if you've got a scan tool, which it sounds like you do, right? Yeah. Well, just clear the codes, all right, and then drive it for a couple of days. And if the light stays out, go for your test. You're going to pass. No, it wouldn't. It didn't. Because the light came back on. No, it um, I it was no light on it. Uh huh. Um, and I went back in. I paid seventeen fifty because a second test you have to pay for. And the uh, the the guy that tested it, he says, no, nope, still don't pass. He says now the other uh, code is gone, but now you've got the new one. Even though the light is out, you've got a new code flashing. So your option now is to pay for for a yeah, conditional pass. Yeah, four hundred dollars or three hundred dollars yeah. or conditional pass. Yes. Right. But my point is that you know what I mean. It's just another government grab. It. Uh, you I, know, I agree with you. Saying, well, it's free. I said no. Dave's taxes and my taxes are paying that garage to do the test. And the other problem is, the, initially when it came out, there was a lot of crap on the road. Oh, but, absolutely. But it's all gone now. I mean, and the truth is, it's not really necessary. It's so. not really. Um, as I said, um, I mean, your brother's in the business. Go ask anybody from any of the dealers. Ask them what a boondoggle it is with the uh, drive clean now. If they well, one of the problems with the dealerships is if we have a car sitting on the lot for 90 days and the battery goes flat. Oh, you're and, in trouble. And that they, right, they, they boost it up. Somebody's got to drive that car 30 kilometers before the lights wink out. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you got, it's all crazy. Anyways, thanks for the call. Okay, thank you. And stay listening. Okay, bye. All right. Quick announcement. Dodge uh, at the Barrett-Jackson auction sold the last Challenger SRT, the last one, the Demon, mm-hmm. and the last Viper. Sold as a pair at the Barrett-Jackson auction in, in Northeast uh, Muskoki, I think was the other thing. How much do you think they sold for? Oh, they sold them both. Um, two million? Million bucks. Wow, really? Million dollars for the end of production vehicles all went to charity, and there's nothing wrong with that. I well, wonder if Buddy's got the last neon. <laughs> Maybe you should offer it to Barrett Jackson and see, and, and then he won't have to e-test it. Go away. All right, we're going to be talking with uh, Trevor from uh, Crown, and we're going to be talking about how much money they actually raised for Wash for a Wish. Yeah, stay tuned, and you'll find out exactly how much. And if you've got a car car question, you're welcome to give us a call right now. We'll be right back. You know, I love doing this show. It's actually, this is our 18th season of being wrong. I had hair when we started, you know? (laughs) People are watching online because you can go to uh, zoomeradio.com. You know, a guy asked me, how come you're having so much fun on the show? Because there's no women here. This is just guys sitting around talking. Trevor's on the phone from Crown Body Maintenance, and you guys had your wash for a wish for the last two weeks. We did. Good morning, David. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Trevor. We yeah we had a very successful wash for a wish and uh, in uh, no small part due to you guys and uh, and all the listeners it was a great success. Now you had one couple of guys doing it the following week. We had the initial week, but I understood that other shops did it for two weeks. That, that's right. Yeah, and we had because in some areas of the country, like in Quebec, with their uh, they had a stat holiday for Saint Jean Baptiste Day, so uh, the long weekend wasn't as as good. So. We allowed our dealers to kind of move it around. Matter of fact, we're still getting getting results and money back in from that. Wow. So how much did we collect? Uh, we collected, uh, right now, we're just over $75,000. Amazing. And that all goes to Wash for a Wish, and, and you take nothing out of it. That, that's correct. So 100% of the uh, proceeds raised from it uh, will go to the, uh, the Children's Wish Foundation, and it will stay locally depending on where the money was raised uh and just to give you an idea last year we were just over sixty thousand. um we actually think we'll probably end up hitting 80 or just over eighty thousand this year man now so i have to ask a question how many cars do you have to wash to get eighty thousand dollars of, of uh, donations <laughs> well i'll tell you right now we're about thirty six hundred and change that we washed Wow. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, I know that day we went out to a number of locations, but we had our local butcher up in uh, by our head office. He came in, and our suggested donation was $10. Well, he gave $100. Uh, I, w- I would say many of the people that came in contributed a lot more than the, the $10 donation. They were very generous. I like that. Well, the cause is great, and uh, I, I congratulate you guys for doing it. I remember when I was talking to Trevor, because we got him into the uh, Yorkville Exotic Car Show, and the first question he asked, are they all volunteers? And the answer yeah. was, yes, we we're all volunteers, and, yes. and he stepped up. So, yeah, that's the secret, is the volunteering and helping your fellow man. How, how often do you hear the expression, you missed the spot? Um, Well, I I would say that that would probably be, if there's a a concern, 
that would probably be one of the biggest ones um, <laughs> right. for sure. Spe- especially not not in not in the uh, urban areas, but in rural areas. Uh, absolutely, Alan. I <laughs> mean, they actually yeah. expect a decent car wash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what? You know what's funny is that we we did one up at our head office, and so we had an inordinate amount of pickup trucks come in, and it probably took us more time to clean out all the dirt off of their uh, side rails and wheel wells in the car wash yeah. than, it, than it did. We could wash neon all day long. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we, we, had a, we had a beautiful Porsche 911 come out. Right. Uh, and uh, we, we saw a whole range of vehicles. We even had a tractor. No, get out of here. The guy brought his gun gear up. <laughs> So we watched it. Wow. No, but it is a surcharge for tractors. <laughs> Being it's a convertible. That's right. Well, we, we, we traded them some of the barbecue. He brought us some chickens. It seemed to work out pretty good. So when he left, there was no stuff on it. <laughs> there was nothing left, no. I'm bringing up the manure wagon, and I want you to I get saw, her clean, okay? This is, this is gospel. The sign, I only do it once a year. In Texas, the sign says... Cowboys should wipe the sh- off their boots before entering the bar. <laughs> Trevor, thank you so much, and thank you for the car wash. I think it's a phenomenal idea. Oh, thank, thank you, Joe. We really appreciate your support. Uh, everybody enjoy the long weekend. Right, yes. And see. I hope everybody's back on Tuesday. <laughs> Take care, Trevi. Bye now. Bye-bye. Interesting stuff. You know, I'm just be quick before we go to the break. Have we got time for Okay. Um... Oh, we don't have time. <laughs> no, that see the music here. 18 years we've been doing this. You still haven't got it. My God. I don't listen. You know, when you hear the music, Dave, you got to, like, wind her down, okay? <laughs> I know you like to get wound up. Yes. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All righty. It's back at Dave's Corner Garage. Um, you know, just quickly before we're going to go to the phones, I want to talk about a couple of recalls. Uh, Chevy. Mm-hmm. Uh, has announced that the Volt has a, has a recall for loss of pul- propulsion. Propulsion means yeah. it runs out of gas? Well, it doesn't got any gas. Like, like Rolls-Royce says, failure to proceed. Uh-huh. Propulsion power in low-voltage conditions. So there's a recall. They're going to rescan the computers. But the reality is they just announced that you can now recharge them in two and a half hours versus 4.7 hours. Right, uh, but you'd have to have a, um, a charging station in your house. Yes, 250 volts, sorry, quick, which is your uh, washer and dryer. Right, right, right. But I still, you still need the box. And I, I, I think uh, actually one of my friends just got an Ionic. And um, um, and he said it cost about a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars to yes. install that box in the garage. Yes, and speaking of which, the government, a new government that's just come in, is announcing that they're going to stop the rebate program. So you you could get up to fourteen thousand dollars when you buy one of these cars, and uh, now they're going to end up you know easing it out. Mm-hmm. But apparently they did that in Norway. Uh, they stopped with the subsidies, and yeah. the market completely collapsed. People didn't nobody, buy them? Nobody bought it. So if you're not paying the consumer to buy the electric car, people are not buying. I, think, I think if you buy a Ford, though, you're able to get that rebate. <laughs> I don't know. But in other words, uh, in politics and cars, uh, people talk green, but they don't buy green. Uh, well, you know, people bought it because of that advantage, because of the money back. As a matter of fact, my same friend with the Ionic is kind of... Uh, Little nervous, I should say, because he hasn't got the rebate check as no. of yet. Uh, there's and money the owed to the is dealers. Yeah, the money. There's over millions of dollars owed to the dealers who have given credits for this. Yeah, but the guy who bought the car had to pay for it. He didn't get the credit. 
Oh, he had to pay for it? Yes, and he, he's the guy who has to wait for that rebate check to so come. So the F factor comes in. Uh, the F factor? F factor. Which yeah. means? Fornication. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chrysler Pacifica is tw- 17 and 18. That's the only two years they're built. Recall for unintended vehicle movement. In other words, it takes off on you. And Ducati's super sport motorcycle <laughs> hoses near the exhaust manifold may melt, causing a fire. Nothing important there at all. Uh, what else I got here? Infinity. You drive an Infinity? I do. Uh, Seatbelt anchorage detachments. Uh, Infinity uh, QX30 uh, 2018. Yeah, so, I just have the Q, not the QX. Right. GM is called everything they make. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the last one. Uh, fuel pump flange may weld may fracture. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving a Buick LaCrosse, Cadillac ATS, Cadillac um, Chevy Colorado, etc., go to the Canadian website for recalls, see if your car is there, or go to our website, because I've got all that information on our website, davescornergarage.com, and while you're there, enter the contest. Today is the last day to enter for $500 worth of gasoline and uh, three prizes of 100 and Warner from Tilsenberg is on the phone. Warner, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. good. How are you? Fine, thanks. Driving a Kia. Yes. And whenever I come home, shut it off, it has about, oh, two or three minutes in between time. It burps or, or hiccups. So, like, what happens? The engine's off and, and it still yeah. makes noise? It's shut down. Mm-hmm. And then it, it starts to go, woof, hmm. out of the back, the muffler, woof. Really? Yeah. So it has gas. Yeah. <laughs> should, I be, should I be concerned about this? Yeah, I would think so, yeah, because it's, maybe it's a leaking injector. Or something's still giving fuel into the, into the uh, exhaust, exhaust system. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like perhaps you do have a leaking injector. I mean, it, the whole idea is that the fuel system is under pressure, and when the it stops getting the electrical impulse, the gas is not supposed to spritz any further. But in your case, it sounds like it actually is leaking past the injector. You're not getting a trouble code on the engine? Which? You don't the check engine lights not coming on, is it? No, no. Okay, and does it happen mostly in hot weather, or do you get it any time? No, it, it happens at any time. Okay, you know what? And what year is the car? Twelve. At twelve. Well, and so you're out of warranty, I'm guessing, huh? No, it could still be under emissions control warranty. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The warranty basically goes three years, 60K, but the emission control warranty could go up to 100K. Yeah, the only issue, though, is that you see if they have to spend time diagnosing it and they don't find anything, they're going to be charging Warner $200 just to have a look-see. Warner, you still got to take it in. It's not safe. Okay. All right. Can I take it to any garage or do I have to go back to Kia? Well, you could take it to your own garage and just, but but show it. Like, wait for the, stick around and And show the guy exactly what it's doing because, uh, I mean, if you dropped into my place and said, my car's got gas, I mean, I'd be thinking it's a joke, you know. I figured there was something about gas uh, exploding or burping afterwards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because its exhaust is hot. Catalytic converter is 1200 degrees. I wonder if they make Maalox for cars. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? So, Bino, Bino. Bino? <laughs> but the reality is there is gasoline the in the system where it shouldn't be, and that's why it's burping. It's actually it's like a little jet motor popping away. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, definitely do get that checked. Okay. Thank All righty. Take care. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, sir. Bye-bye. Yeah, so gasoline can catch fire. You know, they said that if, if they wanted to make cars that run on gasoline right now, they'd never pass the, you know, the standards. You know, oh, is it's that just, right? It's just too dangerous.
Interesting stuff. Okay, we'll be right back. This is our last break before we all go home for the long weekend. So if you have a question, please do call in right away. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Okay, welcome back. Now, if you're a tech or you're a mechanic, I want to just tell you this story. Uh, there was a fellow by the name of Adolf Marr uh, in Pennsylvania who was working on an antique beetle and working alone, and the car fell off the hoist and killed him. So there's been now a push for mechanics to learn how to actually lift a car properly. And the, the thing is the Automotive Lift Institute has opened a website called Lifting It Right, and it's online. You can take a safety training program. Mm -hmm. It's an interactive course, and you can you can cover the safety practices of lifting a car. And I imagine, look, we're up. You know, we think nothing of it, but there's two and a half, three tons of metal sitting over our head. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So if you've got a little bit of time, it's called lifting it right. You're a tech. Uh, you're under there. Uh, this is one of those instances where you know it's not really a great situation when a car falls off the lift. So you must have shoved it in and just lifted it, and that was it. Well, don't forget in this case here, this. A beetle is not like your normal car, where this in this car here, the weight is all in the back. Yeah, where in most right vehicles that are front-wheel drive, or in the old days, the the engine was always in the front. Yeah. Um, so this this is where you, you have to keep in mind, especially now. See, in the old days, they would use ramps or they would use a big hoist that went up the center of the car. But now you're talking about two-post hoists, okay? Yeah. And um, and you have to have that center of gravity right, otherwise that car can well, fall I've, off. Well, I've had, you know, in my years of experience, I've had cars fall off the hoist, and they usually flip over and land on the roof. Really? You know, like a Honda would You should have watched the video. <laughs> yeah. How many well, cars no, no. how many cars did you drop before you went? It wasn't me. I must was, be doing something wrong. <laughs> was the tech was the tech did that and uh it flipped on its roof. So you, you imagine that phone call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I. You know, well, I didn't much like the car anyway. So what happened? Our insurance bought him a new car. Really? Yeah. So it does happen. And another, another one of the problems is that people that do brake service and don't pump up the brake pedal, right, coming off the hoist, right. So we had a case where they're doing a service on a brand new Honda, and the sucker came right through the showroom window. Wow. <laughs> I see that. Brand. And he gets out of the car. What does he say? Brake time. Whoa! When I say whoa. <laughs> 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 so it's absolutely crazy. Now, Trump is doing all kinds of uh, tariffs against the automotive business or threatening to. Chrysler has actually decided they're going to be moving their uh, uh, production around because mm -hmm. they've got two plants in Canada. Right. And they're going to start building some trucks in Canada if this sort of has any fruition to it. What? So they'll be cheaper here? No, the, the prices are usually quite common. We we build cars here, and they're more expensive in Canada than they are in the U.S. Well, so why are they moving them here? Uh, because of the tariffs that the U.S. is going to be placing on cars. Okay. So uh, look for that in the future. Lots of changes because of, of Trump's policies for um, tariffs on cars, steel, and whatever else. And what did we say? We're putting up tariff on strawberry jam. Oh, and bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it last night. We're gonna hurt them. Strawberry jam, Barry. That's right. <laughs> uh, do you want to go to the phones, or uh, we have one more call? Do we? Yeah. All right, let's go. John from Welland, how are you? Sir, thank you for taking my call. You gotta be quick. We only got two minutes. Okay, I got this 2005 uh, Jimmy. You and I talked about this before because it's a standard transmission, changing the transmission oil in it. Yeah. Now I took it to a guy, and he said, "Yeah, I'll change it for you." And now this is a franchise. The guy changed ownership. I called and said, I want to bring my, my Jimmy in for an oil change in the transmission. He said, it doesn't need to be changed. Mm -hmm. He said, this other guy was just getting a payday at your expense. Now, mm. I find that hard to believe because now this 
car has a ton of miles on it. It's got 490,000 yeah. kilometers on it. I'm sure I should have changed the transmission oil before now. So exactly. Absolutely. 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 Okay. The second guy didn't want to do it for you? He said, and this sounds like a lot of smoke, that it doesn't need to. The transmission oil lasts for the life of the vehicle. There well, are cars on. out there that... For 12 years, I don't think so. No. Chevy, uh, anything with a Cavalier, is it, that doesn't have an oil change? Mercedes doesn't do oil changes, but your car does. There's a manual transmission. It does wear. You have bearings that wear. Yeah. Um, all, all kinds of things inside. happen inside. And it, and it really doesn't cost a whole lot of money. There's a drain plug on the bottom. You let it come out, and you put in uh, straight fluid after. It's probably just 80, 90 gear oil. Is that what you used, you know? You know what? I just asked the previous guy to do it, and I assumed he knew what to put into it. I'm guessing it's gear oil, yeah. Yeah, well, no, that's where it's important. As a matter of fact, what you want to do is check your owner's manual if you still have it. If you don't, look online, and uh, you can find out, because you've got to put the right fluid in there. It makes a big difference on how that thing performs. Yes. That's where I got hung up, because I do have the owner's manual, not right under my hand, but I do have it, and it doesn't mention anything about it. This is what I was surprised mm-hmm. about. Sure, it says what to do with an automatic, but with a stand, it doesn't mention it. So, I be, definitely should get it done, right? Yeah, be Absolutely. safe, get it done, and you'll see when he pulls the drain plug, all the little metal bits that are stuck on there, uh, from the wear of the transmission, to try and get it out of the fluid, and, and get it stuck on a piece of magnet. Tell you what, um, I'm just going to give up my phone number quickly. If you want to give me a call at my shop on Monday, I'll be able We'll look that up for you, and I'd be happy. Tuesday, exactly. Thank you. Monday, get to go to his house. 665-6230 is my number, or just Google Glen Allen Motors, and uh, I'll get that information for you. And please go to davescornergarage.com. The contest is ending, so if you want to be in on it. You want uh, free gas? Free gas, yeah. So do that, and if you want Allen's information, it's on there, too. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Keep the shiny side up. The greasy Greasy side side down. down. Sebastian, thank you for your jobs. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.